Hey, y'all, this is your host, Lady, coming at you with the hottest new podcast called Feel the Vibe with Lady Boss. So go ahead and drop me in a line at ladie.feelthevibe at gmail.com or follow me on my Instagram at ladieboss143. I'll be happy to take your questions or hear your stories. Send me in your voice clips and every week a lucky subscriber will enter in for a chance to win a reading or free prizes for that week. So don't forget, tune into one of the hottest podcasts, brightest blessings y'all and vibe. Hey y'all, this is Lady, and in the studio with me, I have Dee, who is a demonology expert, and of course, my son. (laughs) Welcome, Dee. Hey, how's it going? Dee, I want you to tell our listeners a little bit how you got into demonology. Well, it wasn't a demon for sure, but (laughs) it was actually really, um, you know, paranormal-like. It was a, a fire that broke out in our house one time. Mm. And I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and you still remember the story that I told you, but I'm going to share it with you guys. Um, so what happened was, you know, I'm a deep sleeper, you know, every 13 year old has to be. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm over here sleeping and then I feel something like tickling my nose, you know, and it's a soft voice saying, get up. Right. Get up. And it started getting louder. And then all of a sudden I fear, I, I feel a clawing nails across my face all the way down to my chest as if someone clawed me i remember that and i woke up and i woke up to the smell of fire i woke up to smoke in my face Mm -hmm. and then my hearing started coming to me and i started hearing the dogs i went up i got up i let the dogs the dogs were running crazy and then i opened the front door then i ran to my mom's room and then I inhaled so much, you know, I just collapsed on her. My mom woke up, and then she she dragged me and my sister out. Yeah. And then she put us in the in the lawn. And after that, she told I I told her you know like thanks for uh, waking me up. And our neighbors, our neighbors woke up too. Yeah, but I, I I remember I told I told you you know thank you for waking me up, and you're like I never woke you up. Exactly. And I was like wait what? <laughs> you woke me up. <laughs> yeah. I was like wait what? And it's funny, it's funny too, because when I was a kid, I would always see these these aberrations, you know, these apparitions. Apparitions, yeah. yeah sorry about that. Like the guy on the bike. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was in our back. I was in our backyard, and all of a sudden, I see this guy in this tall, giant bike, and I ran to my mom, and then I was like, "Mom, you know, <laughs> Mama," <laughs> calling for Mama. <laughs> well, you know, that's the thing too is that you know, you know, my children and myself, we have the gift. My mom had the gift. My my great great grandma, my grandma had the gift too as well, and um, other family members of mine too that you know they they don't want to say it because they're just afraid of it, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, this this th- well, tell the viewers or, or the listeners, sorry, what had happened the day, uh, the the night prior to when this being scratched you across the face. Well, I think you guys, you and Sister Dolores, you guys were, were having a, a gathering. Mm-hmm. So sore. I wasn't really paying attention to it. We're having a prayer group. Ah, okay, okay, okay. We're having a prayer group, and we invited over 
um, we were doing a, a series called Spiritual Warfare of All Things. Um, Sister Dolores had the ability to um, pray out people and uh, Pastor Fernie Franco, um, he had asked her uh, to conduct spiritual warfare and I was her assistant. So we had gotten this one lady in um, from off the street. She came to the group, uh, but she had a really bad demon inside of her. Um, now, after had everybody had went home, well, you know me, I have like OCD. So yeah. <laughs> I have to make sure everything's off the stove, everything's locked up and put you guys to bed. And, yeah. you know, um, the, it's what, just so crazy how and very interesting how the flyer just suddenly... Because I know how you are. You're just really, really, turn off everything. everything has to be off before you go to bed. Yep. And it's really mysterious how that fire even occurred, even but, in the kitchen, because I know everything in the kitchen. That's the first place you hit. You well, know? What, what happened was, was I did leave a pot of chicken on the stove. And like I said, everything was turned off and I, I needed it to cool down just a little bit more because um, I had reheated some stuff. But, you know, like I always check, check, double check. And, yeah, exactly. And this stove... This was not the first time, remember, this was not the first time yeah. after this lady had left. Um, it was cranked up to full high. Yeah. It, it was totally blaring. So it started burning the food on the stove, and thank God the fire was contained in the pot. Because we did prayers of protection mm -hmm. uh, before we even start any kind of spiritual warfare. So it was a fire. It did burn up the wall in the kitchen, but it was contained, if you remember that. Yes, I remember that. And the whole house was just filled with this thick black smoke. Um, I want to share with them that when I had taken you guys out, when I went back into the house, I saw the demon. And it had red eyes. And that's when I said, um, something in my spirit said, uh, this is going to become something more. And it wasn't coming from the demon. It was like coming from spirit telling me that this was going to be the first time of a long journey for me dealing with these beings. So you got into demonology. And yes. can you kind of tell us about some of the things you've learned um, working? Because like we said, you know, we... You know, we were really strong Christians, but we couldn't ignore the fact that, you know, we just had certain gifts and certain abilities. And yes. uh, we had friends that lived across the street. And we and this is what really got you into studying things, right? Yeah. So what really happened... And my books too as well. Yeah. So what really happened was that, you know, strong, strong Christianities and everything. And, you know... Catholicism. Yeah, Catholicism and all that. You know, we come from those two branches. Um, church, you know, they would always teach us how mighty, how strong God is, how angels would protect us, and um, how how these things would um, miracles will happen if you have good faith, you know. Right. Um, and I'm like, all right, that's that's cool, you know. And then mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, Christians are they're they're amazing people. Hey, and we're not knocking any religion. No, I mean, trust no. me, we're we're, we're trying to emphasize on prayer does work but you know we have indigenous cultures we have jewish cultures and and prayer prayer is amazing so we're not knocking any religions it here is. we're just giving facts pretty much um then you know i started maturing and you know just just stay in school but my favorite subject in school was always history right and the one thing <laughs> that always popped into my head was i mean without well the one thing that was mostly taught was Christianity and Catholics, mm -hmm. and sometimes Jewish and all that, but Catholics and Christians 
have the most biggest crusades. All right. I have the most biggest, um, very, very unexplainable um, <laughs> events happening, you know? Right. Where you have um, these Christians holding, um, I think it was the horn. Um, right. I forgot what it was called, but they marched around this kingdom seven times, day and night, and all of a sudden it's gone, it disappeared, it got out of their way. Right. And then now we have armies looking for this technology these days. And right. you know, we have to the to the Lost Ark, to to um Jesus's um I forgot what it's called, I'm sorry. Um you know what it's called his cup. Oh, the chalice, the, the yeah, the yeah. Chalice, the, yeah. <laughs> we have we have the, the Ark. Yeah, the well yeah, the Ark. The Ark and then Okay, see, now we're sounding stupid here. Hold on. <laughs> Edit that part out. <laughs> so, yeah, so pe people for centuries, they've been looking for the Holy Grail. and and Right, like so, Hitler and... Yeah, well, not even just Hitler. I mean, there's all of these um, archaeologists. Ar and who are the archaeologists funded by? The government. You know, right. these guys... Indiana Jones. No, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um... Yeah, so these archaeologists, they go out there, you know, they discover new things about our past and everything. And it's industry, it's very interesting that, you know, a lot of science, you know, they push away religion right. in some ways. But here they are finding evidence of what is, and I know I'm not, you know, shooting down archaeologists either. I mean, you guys are finding the truth yeah. and are based on pretty much fact. And that's what a lot of people are looking to religion that if it's fact and you guys may right. prove it right or wrong. Well, that's why I, I kind of stepped into the realm of, you know, indigenous. And, you know, as I started researching the word witchcraft, it means like pharmacia and all of that. Um, it it, it kind of like, you know, are you a witch? I was like, you know what? Yeah, I guess I am a witch because my whole objective is to debunking things that are not out there and by proving them with scientific facts by nature, by elementals, by not ignoring all of that. And that is really what a lot of, you know, my clan members and my sisters out there are truth seekers. They, they want to prove it, you know, and there's even things in the Bible um, that I want to reiterate on. Did you know that um, some things were taken out of the Bible, but as they look deeper into the history text that Moses was actually using um, one of a demon to help him assist in some of his works. Yes, um, this demon was called um, Ab Ab Abaddon. Sorry about that. Abaddon. Yes, Abaddon. Um, he's actually in the Angel of Death. He's... Uh, He's he's like the god. He's he controls locusts, plagues, and everything. And it's kind of weird because you know in the Bible, like he's all you see is that that God puts his wrath upon him, but they never mention a demon being used. Right. Well, look at this thing too. Also in Job, and every Christian, if you're out there, um, we're just giving you facts. We're not trying to change you in any way. But what really started opening up my eyes was it said about Job in Job, um, that God was walking around the earth and he ran into Satan or the devil as, as people, uh, call him, um, and said, have you considered my servant Job? 
Okay, okay, now see, right there, wait, right there. What the heck is God doing talking to a demon? You know, <laughs> what is... What the heck, why, and why are they even gabbling with this dude's life? You know, right, isn't exactly. Isn't this your loyalist subject? I like, mean, that's your case, I know man. you want to taste his faith. <laughs> I know you want to test his faith, God, but did you really have to let the devil kill his family? <laughs> but did this you? is, you know, where, where, you know, I had my, my, my brother, he is... Um, very strong Baptist deacon. I love him to the moon and back. And sitting down with my brother, you know, um, we got to share a lot of our thoughts back and forth. Um, like I said, I, I, I actually was in ministry before, you know, here. Um, but, you know, I just started really, um, how should I say, separating fact from fiction and not being afraid to, ex you know, explore more. I mean, one thing I do know was that the snake told Eve, you know, if you eat of this apple, you're going to know things. And, you know, uh, okay, I bit the apple. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I bit that apple and, you know, I'm starting to question things, but that's what's being a good scientist and a good researcher and not being afraid because there's so many churches out yes. there that are actually controlled by demons. Yes. Cause we're going to talk about occults right now and demons. Yes. Uh, when I was in church, um, you know, when I was little, I, we would always, like I said, we would always, you know, sing and, you know, have our, have our leaders, you know, teach us these, these good things about God. But when you get older, you start reading the actual Bible mm -hmm. and then you start raising eyebrows like, whoa, yeah, you know, exactly. it's like, wow, you know, it's amazing stories. A lot of these stories, they contribute to having, having the person have faith, making the person stay clean, having them feel, you know, um, superior and you know for them to like overthrow their enemies you know like to david and goliath right. it shows that small things can actually overwhelm big problems right. or you know like Overtake, the, sto the yeah. story of job you know it shows like how a person can keep his faith and still get something in return um these stories they all have you know their their own little theme to it you know and you know, when I got to high school, I kind of mixed in those things with history and English. And, you know, you put those things together and it's like, oh, my God. Right. You, you know, start really are, mapping yeah, out. You start really. Yeah, exactly. You start really understanding. Now, this really segment is on. called uh, Demons versus Poltergeist. What is the difference? OK, so can okay. you tell me a little bit about demons, what they are and what's a poltergeist? So I think we covered this on our last um, on our last talk. Um, OK, so. The difference between, um, you know, demons and poultry guys, you know, a lot of people think that they're the same thing, but they're really not. Mm -hmm. um, a demon is more like a parasite, or actually, this is yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, it's a parasite, it needs energy, and what it does is that we are its energy source. Um, if you're having a bad day out there and you just just lost and everything, you're gonna, you know. Sorry about that. Um, You're basically the host to give this parasite energy, correct? Yes, exactly. But you start noticing when your depression, your sadness starts prolonging itself when it really doesn't need to be. Right. You know, and, you know, signs to me like that, whenever I feel like that, you know, those are just, those are signs. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that that's what happens to every um, spiritual, uh, uh, people that are in our, um, um, our profession mm -hmm. that they start noticing these little signs that hey you know there's something attached to me I, I agree gotta get with rid that. of it pastors, pastors get hit 
um, big time. That's Everyone what they say. Pray for pastors. That, uh, people that hit. are doing um, music. Animals get hit. <laughs> animals that that are comforting their owners. Um, paranormal investigators get hit. Um, you know, even you know, comedians. We're we're gonna have comedians on the show that talk about you know they're up there doing the show and it's a form of ministry if that's the way you want to put it because they're battling demons of depression and suicide and they're bringing in you know things of laughter Mm -hmm. but you're absolutely correct you know everybody gets hit everybody gets no one's really safe but as long as if you can change it you know um i want to say you know prayer does work yes it does but don't try to handle certain situations there. Like, say if you're, you know, I'm just going to put, like, a random story out there. What, let's just say you're having a bad day, but you want to experiment, you know? You want to call upon forth this demon that's bothering you. That's not a good idea. No, Because you could not. actually be calling another demon, you know? <laughs> and most cases, the more demons you call in, they end up turning into legion. Right. And that's the worst case scenario because now we have legion in you and we don't we gotta like tamper with every single demon that's with legion and you know i'm not saying legion as in many but i'm saying legion because there is a guy that's legion that is mushed up with many demons demons. (laughs) and it takes time to actually deal with that and we don't we don't knock any medical professionals out there we also want people that if you're going through depression or you're going through things um definitely get diagnosed first but there are professionals in our level as ourselves that can do things like limpias or help you on a spiritual level or even your local uh, faith-based organization that you're turned into so don't ignore those yes worst case scenario is you self-harming yourself and that's the worst case don't ever do that if that ever gets to the point seek medical or you know of course there's always suicide um suicide watch you know give them a call just look up their number and they'll give you an answer right away um if i can add something to that um so i deal a lot with ghosts right and and, okay i hate to tell you that those that commit suicide you're just gonna get recycled right back or you're gonna be stuck in a place like purgatory for quite some time the reason being is because people think that that's it my life is over the energy is going to be gone this feelings of depression are no. over <laughs> that's not the case see there's there's, not the case. there's three places in the spiritual realm there's heaven gehenna and then there's hell mm. when a person dies you know anybody um there's some people that go you know straight to heaven but the souls that have to wait that are condemned go to gehenna Mm-hmm. And what Gehenna means... Or purgatory, some people well, pur- call it. Yeah, purgatory, too. Um, but, you know, Gehenna is just a name that you know I, I, I feel fond of. But also, there's you're missing one more, because this is what I deal with. Hauntings, they stay stuck here. They're earthbound. Yes, some of them are earthbound, correct. But I'm talking about the souls that, you know... It's horrible. ...who've done bad, oh. but you don't really go straight to hell yet. What happens... Is that there's going to be there's a story in the Bible where, you know, all everyone's waiting in Gehenna right now. You know, there is still a little bit of torment and a little bit more suffering there than hell, but everyone's waiting there for the big day. And that big day is the cleansing day when everyone from Gehenna either gets retributed, um, they they either get you know their second wind or a second chance, 
or the ones that have done worse than the bad go straight to hell. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's kind of weird because for God to be all-knowing has to look back on his children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I kind of I kind of find that, you know, interesting because it kind of shows even God may be a little <laughs> disorganized at times. You know, I don't blame the guy. There's, there's, well, six, there's 12 billion of us here. Well, I, I actually believe that it's, you know, people throughout history that, you know, put their little tidbits in and they take out things and they put things in. And, you know, just like D, you know, um, he starts to explore these things and it's like, wait, this doesn't make any sense, you know. And, you know, it's funny because one thing I know for sure is spirit isn't confusing and not at all. Spirit is not confusing. Um, It's clear as day, you know, and people sometimes will misinterpret, you know, some demons is for all being bad, like the demon of lust, the demon of gluttony, the demon of pride. Right. Let me tell you about those ones. So. The seven demons, you know, these are the seven major demons. Lust, gluttony, pride, envy, greed, wrath, sloth, um, humility, Christ, uh, chastity, and, you know, there's there's even more. But, you know, a lot of people, they point out to the seven, you know, wrath and, and of course, you know, not forget the sloth and everything else. Um, these characteristics, they come with all of us. There's not a time... I've never met a human being who didn't have one of them, at least. Right. You know, if he was, I swear to God, I would, like, deem him angel. I would give him a hundred bucks every day, you know? (laughs) Good on you, buddy, you know? But, you know, there's a lot of these, these points, you know? Let's just talk about... Well, if we didn't have lust... Yeah, I'd be tempted yeah. by lust. Yeah, I mean, exactly. there's no way you and I would have been born. Yeah, exactly. You know, gluttony. Um, well, gluttony, you know, that one's excusable. But, well, <laughs> you know. But, well, no, gluttony actually, you know, wants a person. Like, I honestly believe that people, um, like big time chefs, I'm not saying they're gluttons, but they no. know the temptress of food. And um, there's some medicines out there that actually conjure forth that demon of gluttony. Like, um, when you start to smoke a certain kind of plant-based, um, things to, uh, help cancer patients, you know, um, weed. Okay. Um, yes, so exactly. it basically is a smoke inhalant, which was used ritualistically to, um, conjure forth the demon of gluttony. So people would eat and um used as a medicine yeah. i mean gluttony doesn't even have to be a form for eating it could also be a form of using you just hogging it all together you know yeah keeping it to yourself well the pros and cons of these exactly you know, um, um pride and envy you know everyone's prideful at once everyone has envy you mm-hmm. know everyone is envy you know you see your friend get the chocolate ice cream and you're stuck with the vanilla and then you're like, wow, you know? Yeah, but there has to be a balance between pride, too, because, you know, we want people to feel good about yourself. We want people to have positive energy. But then we don't want people to be like, ha, you're ugly and I'm better than you, you know? <laughs> Stuff yeah, like exactly. that. So, you know, you got to really use these spirits in moderation and, and um, have balance. And especially with uh, greed, people want to become successful. Whereas there's people that will stay stuck in a poverty type mentality and feel that the system owes them the world and they become dependent on the system and they actually try to get, God, I've even heard people are trying to get rid of people in their housing, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like because they want a bigger place and they're on section eight. And let me tell you, that stuff is wrong. So if you're trying to like, you know, gain 
and harm somebody through your game, you're going to lose everything. I will tell you that. Yes. You, you will lose everything. And, you know, a lot of these things, you know, a, a lot of our characteristics, it, it's kind of, it's crazy from, from the Bible using demons, for right. us being, you know, evil ourselves, you know, in, in some ways, some revelations. Um you know it's it's kind of it's kind of scary you know and it, it kind of makes sense too of why we put ourselves through so much torment of you know um that god's always watching you know he is it's true just behave yourself in the way what you're doing it's like it's like it's like that saying you know drink responsibly you know <laughs> you're still drinking but as responsible yeah, as you can right <laughs> well you know it, it's it's like we are the host and there are things sometimes like like i, I wanted to also tell the audience when i'm casting out certain types of demons from people um at first i thought you know man, Moses was actually using another demon. And I know there's some, there's some Christians out there that are like, what? You know, <laughs> but I'm talking about things. Through- <laughs> My life would be blowing up. But um, true historians and people that know um, about Abaddon, um, about, you know, when, when Moses called forth rain and locust, you know, they're like, he called upon God, he called upon God only, blah, 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 blah. But then again, we cannot ignore the fact either about Job, where it says clearly God was walking along the earth and he asked, you know, Satan, you know, and have who, you considered? And who, so, else, and who else remembers that story when the devil was tempting Jesus? Right. God couldn't, you know, come down there himself and get between those two? No. Nope. You know what I mean? I mean, that's his son, but, nope. you know, a lot of people are like, yeah, but that's not the way it works. He wants to test his faith. I'm like, yeah, I get it. But these guys are supposed to be moral enemies not right. am I correct you know that's what i was taught at church you know demons are bad and angels are good but you look at the story and they're having conversations they're talking right they're, there's no there's no bloodshed they're not stabbing <laughs> each other in the bible but they do get cast away they do get turned away by us humans at points right or the big guy himself God, right you right. know and you know it kind of puts like on who's in charge because even the god puts the devil in time out it's like wow right. <laughs> you know what i mean and it's just amazing but you know a lot of people i know you guys are not going to accept the fact some but some, I know won't. some some of you won't accept the fact correct and you know i i quite frankly i don't blame you because i i still can't believe it either you know <laughs> <laughs> well you know it's it's you know to also you know continue to touch on this is don't be afraid to do your own research. And some people remember a lot of these places make really big money. And if people start opening up their eyes to things, they may lose huge profits. Yeah. So um, this is why I mean, but but but, you know, I also want to say one thing, you know, people are like, oh, the Catholic Church, you know, all these people, molestations and stuff. You know, every like like with every light, there is a dark where every dark, there is a light. Light does not exist without dark and dark does not exist without light. Yes. Now, what I'm trying to say by that is, you know, everybody has something bad or good going on. But I believe, honestly, that the Catholic Church are the biggest givers. I mean, who has not helped you with the light bill? Who has not helped you with, you know, anything like this? And they have, like, one of the mega most churches and also Mormons, too, that are out there. 
you know, they're the biggest givers in the whole wide world. I mean, I see the missionaries out there always trying to get in there and trying to help people and, and pray them out and cast out demons. And, and this is what my point is, is exactly this, you know, the yin and the yang light does not exist without dark. Dark does not exist without light. We make the choice as humans, as homo sapiens to choose to be good and that doesn't mean we're going to get open, you know, pearly gates are going to open up for us. No, because even in the Christian Bible, it says that we're not measured by our good deeds. It's how many fruit we have led to the spirit, meaning how many people have we done good by? How many people have we really helped through their struggles and through their hard times and not wish them bad or do bad to people? Now, don't just run up to some homeless guy and just start throwing money in his face because that's not a deed. No, you have to do it with the heart you have to do a love you know not expect something out of return yeah for it like, um, i'm gonna give a guy a hundred dollars and he's gonna give me two hundred dollars this is not real estate this, right this is not the <laughs> stock market all right i mean there are faith there there are acts of faith where um you know if we do ahead and, and you know there's something in the, the bible that talks about tithe and offering um same thing in what i do you know i do require payment because i support charities well tithe and offering that one is actually you know that is faith you know the, the people that give to the church will help build the church because they love right. their church you know that's wherever like, that's you're getting fed build your church yes. wherever you're getting fed if it's you know that man or that woman up there is working their butt off to make sure that you are on the right track that you're living your best life possible and i i am going to encourage you to donate to that cause you know if you're getting fed through this radio station i'm sorry through this podcast radio station <laughs> i'm prophesying here <laughs> if you're getting fed through this podcast and you would like to send us an um a donation to support it you know those are always accepted because we do a lot of charity work That's for great. children and for this community i will assure you on that um so i also want to get into now about poltergeists Okay, well, actually, let's, let's let me close up um, demons because I don't think I've said enough information about them yet. Um, so where we left off was that demons, you know, they feed off of energy. Demons are very, um, very malicious in so many ways. Um, there's some that you know they cloud your mind, they they manipulate you, they divide families exactly, and. What their what their real goal is is just to get enough energy. It's like a leech. When it, when it's fed, it's gonna jump off you. When it's liking you, it's gonna stay on you. You know. Well, those are the bad demons. Those, those are the those, those are, are the, the really demons. bad demons. You know. <laughs> but you know, demons like that, they they're they're really controlling, and mm -hmm. we're the host for that. And what will happen if as us the hosts, you know, recognizing it a little too late, just look at your surroundings. See what you're doing to other people. See how you make other people feel around you. Look how you make your, yourself feel. You know, look, take a good look in the mirror, you know, see what's going on, figure it out, and then just keep moving on. And what, that's what really gets rid of the demons is that when you change your, your, your mentality, when you're depressed to when you're happy, you know, it's like it's like a power source that might be, you know, shifted to, to gasoline, to diesel. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. not liking it. But, you know, the more positive, the more positive you feel, the more stuff you feel good about yourself. You know, you're actually taking back what the demon got from you, you know, because all this energy can be recycled and reused in so many ways. 
you know, right. spirituality, energy, to, um, you know, to, to just any um, men- mentality energy, you know, you know what I mean? Like, well, you know, it's just like you said in mentality, you know, because we're, we're, we're um, raised to believe that demons are all malevolent beings, you know, demons, fallen angels, ghosts, goblins, evil spirits, uh, hybrid creatures, narcas, Ani, you know, from the Japanese culture, um, you know, these are all things that are said to hinder humans achieving, you know, prosperity or going into the human realm and, you know, what will make you fall. But also, um, when I started getting more into the craft, you know, people always say, oh, witches are out hexing and cursing people and all that. Let me assure you, witches believe in karma big time. And just like indigenous, you know, we are so tight, deeply connected and we believe in the rule of three, meaning that if you're going to go out hexing or cursing somebody with these demons, it's going to come back at you three times. I mean, we are, we have to really use wisdom. You have to be prepared to handle it. Exactly. Or be prepared to receive it. Exactly. You know, the rule of three, you know, like it's a big thing. Huge. It, it, you know, if you're going to hex somebody, it's going to hit you three times as hard. Always. But if you're going to bless somebody. Maybe not just hit you, but even your family yeah, that's in your you, home. If you're going to bless somebody, you're going to get hit three, three times, times, you know. And it's it's pretty amazing because, you know, if you make, it's kind of weird. You, know, you go make a person feel good, then you feel good. Right. And it's not because, you know, you just help that person out. It's because you now... You know, put an experience out there for yourself and to that person, but not just for your own pleasure. You know, right. you you really you really have the heart to go do it. We have people that are actually praying negativity upon people that we see daily. Um, I said, you know, um, from family members that have envy, that are always laughing and ridiculing over their other family members successes and yes. and you know and and I look at the people that come to me that are going through these changes and I can see them through the eyes of God and all of their beauty and I'm like no wonder why these people don't want them to succeed because this person has so many wonderful gifts in so many ways and then the minute we start drawing out the goodness of a person it's like the people that have been mocking and ridiculing them so many bad things happen to them. It, and I'm not just saying it like, oh, you know, we're cursing people because we're not. What it is, is that these people have grown so strong that, you know, when they start to work with me and they start to do these um, these workshops, all of a sudden, like their enemies, things begin to happen to them because now all of that negative energy is going it has to go back somewhere it has to go back somewhere so really bad things begin to happen to these people and and that is just that that's just universal law you know if you're gonna mess with fire you are gonna get burned and when if you're picking on somebody and you're doing it to be malicious and they meet somebody like me then you better be prepared (laughs) you know that's all i gotta say but um let's talk about poltergeists okay because this is something that's really important about how chaos energy so what makes the difference between a poltergeist and a demon you know of course one's energy sucking and the other one is (laughs) <laughs> this guy, a poltergeist, uses his own energy to be malicious. And mm-hmm. poltergeists are strong because of how much um, how much energy that's 
that 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 was given to them, you know. Not mm-hmm. saying like like anyone gave them, you know, the thing, but these things have so much emotion, so much intent that they're actually feeding off themselves, right? And they just get madder and madder, and it gets the the stuff that they can can do, they can do is is very phenomenal, you know. I remember had a Auntie Rosie's house. You used to tell me stories of of when throwing <laughs> dishes and slamming doors. No, and, that was Auntie Angie's house. There you go. Yeah, one, one, oh yeah, one of your aunties. There you go. Um, Everybody knows about Auntie Angie's house. Yeah. That, that, that poltergeist would slam doors and break dishes and move chairs and 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 I'll never forget when my auntie had told me is um, you don't be afraid of it. You don't be afraid of it, and you tell it to get out and get away from you. And um, there's crazy, crazy, crazy thing out there that some people barely getting into the craft that don't have, you know, certain type of gifts. Um, they say things like, oh, we have a house spirit that, you know, my little girl plays with. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, that's that is all bad. That is all bad because um, shapeshifters, uh, things like that, they can harm you. They really can harm you. They can really get you sick. Um, There was a mother that, you know, she started accepting this poltergeist that was hanging around her son. And she started noticing her son starting to do things around the house. And next thing you know, like years and years later, I ran into her and she says that her son got sick. And this thing was chasing him all over the place. Um, You know, started chasing him. He would be riding his bike. He would turn around and it would start following him. Uh, she didn't know how to address it. You know, she, she took him to doctors and they, they just said that he was what schizophrenic. Yeah. You know, and and that wasn't even the case because I, I had told her, you know, your son has something really bad that's following him and, and is doing things to him. So she would find the scratches on her son. And years later, um, her son was killed. Her son was murdered. Um he was riding his bike and just out of the blue, he was murdered. But, you know, there was so many things that were, you know, she says, you know, did, did this poltergeist have something to do with it? And right away in my heart, I felt yes. Yeah. I felt yes. And yeah. and that Poltergeist, was the most hardest thing Poltergeist ever. Poltergeists do have the energy to attract, you know, others. You know, these things, they, they sense each other, you know. But when it's attached to you, when, you know, you're giving it something, you know, and you have to figure out what are you giving it? How can they cut off that life support on them? Maybe, and you know, most of the time they'll jump off. But a lot of times, you well, know, what what really happens when, you know, in the worst—I mean, I know you know these scenarios—when an unprofessional, when someone not familiar with this, um, um, sorry about that, non-professional, non-professional, sorry about that, I'm still <laughs> non-professional, <laughs> um, a non-professional, you know, working these things, you know what I mean, um actually binding it to you right perhaps for life or perhaps for you know to even do more self-harm and a lot of these times you know it's kind of hard for you know my mom or or other professionals out there to actually remove these spirits you know um for you guys who's ever doing research out there really do a thorough job you know anyone could say i'm five star but you know you guys have to go based off of other people's clients Right. You know what I mean? I mean, don't go off of a person who has like three clients and like, oh, yeah, yeah, he did good. Well, you don't know what he did for them. Right. You know, and that's why this whole show is to educate the public, because 
you know, I have people that we've done things um, from all over. And and this is why the show is just going to continue because they know firsthand what they had, what they're dealing with and who they're dealing with, which is me um, and which is my team. Um, We have other people on our team that have these amazing gifts that we're also going to highlight. You know, it's not just me, me, me. (laughs) But um, but I do have my research team, my my demonologist special, which is, you know, D. And then also my daughter, who does phenomenal artwork, um, but she picks up things through through trans through transcribing. It, it's it's where our autotonement. Um, it's um, she picks up things through getting things from the air, and she just starts to draw them. And before I go into a house or whatever, I'll write down exactly what I'm gonna face, and or what I'm picking up. And the next thing you know, we're, we're not showing any notes, right? We're yeah. not, we're not until after we come to the table. And then we also have, you know, other girls from our coven that are extremely gifted, um, where we will sit down and, you know, what do you pick up and what do you get? Um, this is actually nothing new because there was times in world war two that they actually used psychics, uh, to find and locate hidden bunkers or, ammunition exactly and you know we're we're the government's best kept secret you know along with the aliens (laughs) (laughs) but you know um growing up uh, a couple of my family members you know were aware um and some of them are aware and they still don't want to accept it or you know still the same thing i don't know whatever to each his own you know Mm -hmm. All as I know is that I'm not going to stop helping people to the best of my abilities. And I know that there are so many people out there with their opinions and their, you know, words. And the only thing I have to say is, you know, what have you done? Don't get mad. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, hate. <laughs> don't hate. No, but, but what have you done? What are you doing to help people? I really applaud the doctors, the scientists, the the researchers, the um, the theologians are the people that want answers that look at it as, you know, let's, let's formulate this theory or, um, let's prove this theory. Um, that's what I'm listening to. That's, 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 those are the people I'm hearing. Uh, you know, I, um, I also think the churches too, you know, because they're the ones that actually give the real eye openers too, you know, yeah. because it may be mythical, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of sciences, you know, are based off of fact and everything. Well, yeah, I applaud but, the churches. I applaud all the <clears throat> men's and women's homes that have to deal with all yeah. those demons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guys, you guys are really helping. Out. You, guys are, yeah, you guys are really helping out the community <laughs> and, and, and a lot of individuals out there. Yes. And, you know, I, I salute that to you guys. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's get back on the topic of, um, you know, of poltergeists and everything. So, yes, poltergeists, you know, they're, they're self-efficient and everything, but, you know, again, you know, I just want to rephrase, um, perfect professional help, you know, don't just go based off of instinct. I'm just saying, I'm going to choose this person because you would be losing money and getting something on top worse than just the poltergeist. Right. You know, a lot of times, you know whenever we enter houses it's not just a poultry geist 
you know, mm -hmm. it's actually, it would be a manifested demon. So you start noticing bugs or flies. I'm like, oh, Bezelbub, I'm, yep. I'm, I'm going to be 50. <laughs> I'll be 50 yards back. Good luck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? I like, it when I, go to, I like it when I go to a house and they have like an ant problem or a fly problem, especially. And they tell me, oh, yeah, but, you know, we have a ghost in here and blah, blah. And they totally ignore the fact about the flies or the ants, you know? Yeah. I'm like, you have a demon in here and this is who it is. And and not only that, but by certain odors, too. So, huh? Yes, exactly. We can pick up. We, we know, like, there's actually a feces smell that one of the demons carry. Um, there's actually another demon, too, that smells like a very strong type cologne um, or a perfume. So, you know, I don't want to say those names over the airways because, you know, it, it'll like totally freak people out. But if you're experiencing those, you know, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to thank you, you know, D, for coming on to the show. And thank we're going to, you know, introduce next up uh, Rosa, who's going to talk about her demon possession. Thank you. Bye bye.